There seemed to be no two ways about it. You either like to write or you don't. But no matter what camp you fall into, you have to write these days. You're a business owner. You've likely armed yourself with a keyboard, an inbox, and marketing messaging that needs to get out there. So where do you find the inspiration to keep writing? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a really awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week and every week, it helps to revisit why writing is so important. Founders can't escape the work, and the effect it has on our personal lives can go long and deep. If you're fighting the good fight and you've forgotten how much you can get out of it, this one's for you. Every time I even think about sitting down to write an email or a newsletter or a social media post, I cringe. It takes an awful lot of brain power, doesn't it? It takes a boatload of quiet, which is hard to come by no matter where I choose to write. My family's a noisy bunch, and a cafe isn't much quieter. Then I have to come up with words. So many words. I've got to weave them into a story, an interesting story, one that has that dreaded beginning, middle, and end that we loathe to learn about in elementary school. What if I can't come up with something interesting? Is this even interesting? Who knows? Oh, yeah, right. You've got to add a heaping tablespoon of what-if-I'm-not-good-enough syrup to the whole thought process before you even embark on the writing. But then I sit down to do it, and I love it. I sure do whine a lot on my way to the laptop, but then it flows. Not always, and not easily every time. But there's a certain rhythm that my fingers figure out, and my patience for concocting word order has grown over the years. How do I enjoy it? Yeah, I get it. I hate hearing other writers talk about the enjoyment of the thing. Well, I'll tell you. It's the only way that I've found I'm able to work through certain perspectives or problems that can't be worked out by talking or staying silent. What made me think long and hard about this was a moment in Jonah Hill's 2022 Netflix documentary called Stutz. Jonah sits down with his psychiatrist, Phil Stutz, to have a candid conversation about Stutz's unique visual model of therapy. Part of it, he explains, involves writing to stay sane. It offers a reflection to him that he can't get anywhere else. If you speak to a therapist or a friend about a problem you have, you're going to share it using one perspective, the one you want to share with the other person. If you never speak to anyone about that same problem, you might not even know you're experiencing that problem. But when you write it out, you tend to discover a whole new perspective that your therapist or your friend couldn't provide, that you couldn't even give you, even though you're the one giving it to you. You know what I mean? 
Stephen King summed it up beautifully when he said, Writing is not life, but I think that sometimes it can be a way back to life. I talked quite a bit about what we could all learn from him a few episodes back in my episode called The Writer's Blockade. In it, I shared an awful lot of his tips and tricks on writing from his book, On Writing, A Memoir of the Craft. And he also shares a lot about his process and that it literally saved him. Spoiler alert, he was in a near-fatal car accident and his incredible recovery is due to his doctors, his family, and need I say it, his writing practice. I also remember a colleague named Kim who used to struggle so hard with writing newsletters that she would scribble a draft down on a paper napkin, take a picture of it, and text it to another woman she hired to turn it into a proper newsletter to send out to her mailing list. She wasn't very good with words and rarely felt confident that she was the one who could get her ideas across properly. Her napkin methodology worked for some time, but over the years, she realized that she was actually quite good at coming up with what she wanted to say, and she taught herself how to get around her hatred of the process. She called it story picking. She would pick a great story, talk about it into her voice memos app, and voila, a perfect newsletter read. By switching it around from having to put words and sentences in the proper order to becoming a master storyteller, all she had to do was story pick and her job felt more purposeful. Back to Stutz for a sec. What I love that Jonah showcased throughout the documentary, alongside his love for his psychiatrist, was the visual piece to writing. Stutz doesn't just write things down like a good psychiatrist would. He draws diagrams and images to ensure that people understand the methodologies he's come up with. So how do you remedy your writing resistance? Do you keep other people's emails in your inbox that inspire you? Do you find social media accounts that never fail to make you think? If you don't need the inspo because you're just not cut out for this writing business, have you considered hiring a virtual assistant to turn your napkin scribbles into real deal posts? However you do it, keep at it. As long as you're honest in your writing, it's going to grow on you. And when you really start to enjoy it, you might never stop. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there. That way I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, Jonah Hill, Phil Stutz, Stephen King, and Kim R. for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.